Hi, and welcome to Orpanini Saratoga Best. We are in Parshas Miketz, Tufshin and Base, the second part. We're talking about Hanukkah and Yotes Kislev. What is Hanukkah really? And, and what happened on Hanukkah? And what happened 2,000 years later? Because these are essentially twin sisters. These are, these are two sisters, Hanukkah and Yotes Kislev. So we know that Yotes Kislev is about what is, what is, if I'm looking at Poland Spring Water, what does Yutes Kislev tell me about it? It tells me what Poland Spring Water is really. Not how much it costs, not what size it is, not did they change the bottle, not how many ounces. What is it really? Like, why does water flow? Why, if you turn it upside down and you leave the lid off, will it spill all over the place? Why doesn't it stay in one place? And why, and why all of those things? What's it all about? Not just, what's it all about? What's its essence? That's what Yudhez Kislev tells me. And what is its essence, really? How come that it pours and, and you can freeze it and all of this other stuff? Because what is behind all of that? Three words. There's nothing but God. There's nothing but God. And God has a master plan in which he in which he has amazing reasons why this, each, each and everything happens, when it happens, how it happens, where it happens, etc. Everything is emo- according to the most incredibly complex, beyond computer-like uh, planning from above of each and every detail. Nothing is random. Einod milvada. There's nothing outside of this rule. There's nothing just happening. Everything is this brilliant computer program, except it's beyond brilliant computer program. It's from God himself. Figuring out his reasons, well, would you be interested? Well, okay. So Hanukkah time, the original Hanukkah, they got it. They realized that when they were learning Torah, when Torah is telling you what you have to do, you know, do this and do that. How much, what's the bracha on water? Uh, is there an after bracha? How much water do you have to drink in order to say an after bracha? What do you do with it? So we were learning Torah to figure out what to do because that was the focus in Torah at that point. And then when the oral Torah, over a thousand years, when the oral Torah was going to start, start to be written down through the Gemara, after the destruction of the base of Mishnah, through the Gemara and then the Mishnah, through, I'm sorry, through the Mishnah and then the Gemara, there would be a problem that we could get involved in stuff that we do in Torah, which takes you into the world. It takes, uh, Gemara takes you into um, Poland Spring Water and figuring out what the bracha is on it. So uh, my whole day could be Poland Spring Water. That's all I'm thinking about. And then, and then I get lost in the world. So again, this is a long sentence. It's about as lost as you can get. Sinaka time, we got it that there's something more than what you're supposed to do in Torah. That for a couple of thousand years, we're learning through Torah what you have to do, but also why and what's, what's it really all about? What's the essence of it? What's, what's the essence of the whole thing? God is inside the whole thing. He's inside the mitzvahs. He's inside Torah. It's not just stuff you've got to do. It's a relationship. Oh, wow, there's somebody inside? I thought this was just rules. 
that's what our generation is saying. That's what our younger generation is saying. Like, man, these rules just, uh, I, like, I can't, I can't relate to these rules. I, like, I just can't deal with these rules. Why can't you deal with these rules? Because we didn't figure out that there's somebody inside. The little man in the moon. We didn't figure out that there's somebody inside. Or we think whoever they tell us is inside these rules, I don't really like him. But the truth is, Hanukkah brought us to the realization that there's somebody inside these rules, and he's the best. He is the best. He is the top of the line. And not only that, he happens to love me more than my mother does. And only a mother could love it. And yet he loves me more than she does. Go figure that one. He loves me like an only child born in, uh, you know, to elderly parents. He loves me no matter what. And bad as I am, he just keeps on loving me. And he's inside these rules. Hmm. So that's what we figured out Hanukkah time. We got it. Well, tell me more about it. You know, now that you're telling me there's somebody who loves me that much, no matter how bad I am, yeah. Where do I find him? Inside the rules. Oh, okay. So I'd like to hear more about it. Okay. Could you just hold on for a couple of thousand years? Uh, yeah. yeah, I'm on the rush, or a thousand years. <laughs> I think 2,000 years. Well, what's going to happen? Well, this holiday is going to come along. It's going to be called Yates Kislev. And it's going to be the, the Rosh Hashanah for the revelation of the info about this relationship, about this God that loves me no matter how, but no matter what I do, how he loves me unconditionally. Once your test Kislev comes along 2,000 years later, you'll, you know, when you grow up, we'll tell you. Mm-hmm. You know, mommy, mommy, who's inside the rules? Hashem. Okay, what, can you teach me about Hashem? When you grow up, I'll teach you. How long will it take for me to grow up? 2,000 years. Boom, Yates Kislev. The world has grown up enough and we've grown up enough that we can start to explore the relationship now. Okay, and therefore, that's why it says in the Sikha that Hanukkah emphasizes the pu'ul of the oil of Tyra, the essence of Tyra, when you learn nigla. What I just said. This is a fancy word. It's what I just said. Um, meaning that for those 2,000 years, we were learning Torah in a different way. As we were learning Torah, and it was telling us the rules about what you have to do, we were realizing, oh, oh my goodness, there's someone inside the rules. And it's not just someone. He's the one who loves me unconditionally. That's, well, in the vernacular, what would they say? Well, that's cool. So, right? So, and we got it that it's Tyra Secha. It's your Tyra Hashem. And the Chiddush of Yotes Kislev which is the full revelation of the oil in Tyra of Hanukkah. Hanukkah was the revelation of the oil. Again, repeat. Hanukkah was the revelation of the oil in Tyra, the essence of Tyra. Yotes Kislev is the full revelation of the oil in Tyra that started in Hanukkah. Those are big words. And what happens? Now we get to learn about the relationship straight. Now the, shift, now the focus shifts from, just do what you have to do, okay? Just learn about the halachas and figure out and just learn what you have to do and do what you have to do and don't ask questions. And all of a sudden, 
And all for 2,000 years, people are asking, yeah, but who is it that's telling us about these rules? Tell me about them. Is it, no, when you grow up. Boom, you test kids like we grew up. He said, guess what? Now we focus. Now we shift the focus. What are you shifting to? Now we're going to learn about the relationship and who's inside the rules. And even what, you know, what, what's behind all of his reasoning for all these rules? That's a whole other thing. Wow. You know, the thing that they said when you grow up, I grew up. I got there. I'm 19. You test. I, I'm 19 years old. It's time for you to tell me. And that's called learning of Chabad Hasidus. And, and now we start to learn it, not in just a way that we, we mix the oil, the secrets, with, um, with other food. It's not only we mix the, the knowledge of the, about this relationship with what you've got to do, but really you start to straight learn about and internalize this info about the one who's making the rules. This God, this Melech Malchem Lachem HaKadosh Baruch who's making the rules, now we're going to get to know him. And go, go ask as many questions. Everything shifts. In Chabad Chassidus, ask as many questions as you want. There's no limit. The more you ask, the better. Maybe in Gemara, they're like, this is it, this is Olacha. Okay. Okay, just, just do it already, right? But in Chassidus, in Chabad Chassidus, I don't really understand the relationship. I have more questions. Good. Ask more questions. And ask yourself more questions. And ask your deep, deepest self more questions. We are going to find out a whole lot of stuff. And, and there's no end to it. And it's pretty fun. And it's pretty fun. And so the oil, this relationship, the secret of the secret of Tyra becomes a basic food. Hey, so hi, what's your name? Uh, my name is Shmuel. So what do you do all day? Oh, I'm uh, learning about a relationship. I'm doing a relationship uh, exploration. <laughs> oh, yeah, really? Well, that sounds really interesting. What's it called? Yeah, how do you do it? Through Chabad Chassidus. Relationship exploration. And we do it, in, it comes into Abba Saga, into our mind. It comes into a way that we're able to understand it in our mind. Um, and it, it feeds us like food that actually feeds us and becomes parnasa, actual parnasa, becomes our actually, actual flesh and blood. So now, now there is a key. Watch this. Wow. How, you know, how we talk about, this is not directly in the sicha, but this is editor's note. How is it that we're going to live forever? And what should we do as we're getting older? One thing I know, I have never met anybody who's not getting older. They may feel younger, but everybody seems to be getting older one year every year, even the two-year-old. So what do we do as we age to start to look forward to living forever and we start to um, get younger? If we nurture, nurture ourselves, nurture our flesh and blood from an eternal place, then we can get younger. Where, what, do we, what should we... It says, not the Dhammubhata Kipsara. If we nurture ourselves from this relationship... What do you, so what do you eat most of the time? Well, Mondays we eat hot dogs and french fries. Tuesdays we have pizza. Wednesdays we have, you know, oh, great, good diet. What if you, uh, that's not exactly good, a good diet for long life. I was, I, you know, I bring up my kid on Coca-Cola, hot dogs and french fries five times a week. Uh, good, like you want them to live healthy lives into their 80s and their 90s? 
So how do we go forward? Why eat that? Eat the beauty of the relationship. If we nurture ourselves, if we feed ourselves, these are the words. Mazam gashmi, dugmas, mazam gashmi, parnasik apshut, shanasa damabasak apsara. If we internalize the knowledge, the understanding, the secrets of this relationship that we have with God and with Cyrus, and they're very delicious secrets, they're very delicious. If we eat that, that's our daily diet, then we're, uh, we're basically, what are we feeding ourselves with? A relationship of somebody who's in, with somebody who's infinite. Yeah. Well then, hey, maybe I could become infinite. Now, do we, see, do we know anybody who lives that way? Yeah, I've seen that. Who? The Rebbe. Lubavitcher Rebbe. You can see that he feeds himself from that relationship. And that's why that sense of absolutely no limitation. Because if you're eating all day unlimited food, you're eating a relationship all day, and a relationship with somebody who's infinite, God himself. So that's your, you don't know, that's your daily diet. That's your reality. You're not, you're not eating limited food. You're eating unlimited food. So your basic reality is everything must be unlimited. We can do that too. And the reason that all of this is the case is because Dafka in recent generations, these secrets of secrets of Tyra were revealed in a way of actual, of Havanavasaga. Of, of, of they have become our food. Because the more the darkness in, increases, including the darkness of Chachma Sustainius, of, of uh, including the darkness of Chachma that is not holy Chachma, that comes from the fact that the Greeks were able to get their hands on the Chachma of Tyra. So that's where a lot of our Chachma comes from. So when we are, when the darkness gets darker because there's more of that stuff, of that Chachma, and again, for, for us, Repeat that the Greeks were able to get ahead. Oh, they were able to get their hands on on. So what? How? What? What did that? It, it gives birth to more chachma chetzaynius, external uh-huh. chachma. Got you. And then we are affected and by that chachma. It gives that, and that gives birth to the the chachma chetzaynius of all the world. Right. So when we let's say learn about astronomy, right. we also want. To, why are we? We want to bring it into the realm of Tyra, not right. Right. As, right. instead not, of Tyra. Right. Right. Today, right, so we, we learn about why should I buy sea salt? Why, can't, why should I buy pink salt in, right. instead of white salt? That information, if I'm just getting the information for no reason, for information, for information or for, you know, to be more healthy, yeah. but I want to include it and in, bring it into Tyra right. because it enables everybody to serve Hashem better and stronger, yeah. etc. So basically the Greeks, they had... They, they were determined, to make you forget that it's your Tyra. And therefore, the darker the world gets, the more there is a need to, uh, to reveal the oil in Tyra till it becomes something that you have to eat. Even though in other generations, you were not allowed to eat this, the essence of this relationship. You weren't allowed to think about the relationship. You weren't allowed to... There's a Mishnah like that. And you weren't allowed to internalize the relationship. It was not safe, just like drinking a cup of oil is not safe. But in recent generations, the more we, the, dark, the world gets darker, 
the more the revelation of the oil in Tyra comes out and it's spreading out. So it's in inverse proportion. And one example of it is um, the establishing, establishment of Tamchet Tzmimim by the Rebbe Rashad. So that was a place where young men, young students could sit and delve into the relationship in a way that they, people of that age and people of that position were never allowed to before. And in the yeshiva, yes, in a structure, to sit and delve into that relationship, it was beyond revolutionary. I'm sure there was a lot of opposition to it. But it was bringing this down into a way of yeshiva. You know, you can sit and settle it into you. And, and continuing even more with all of the, all of the yeshiva tzabuchetimim in all corners of the world, and which, which takes deeper wellsprings and sends them out further and further and further, and also translating all of these deep secrets of Tyra into languages of the world. You name a language, you know, Swahili. I don't think anybody did Tanya in Swahili, maybe today. And what does this do? When the, the Tyra is translated, Panimisa Tyra is translated into all different languages, then you have the, re- the full revelation of the revealing of the light of Hanukkah. Mm-hmm. So basically, look at the Menairah, and it shines from the inner sanctum of your home to the outside. That is a physical expression of what Chabad Chassidus, being, the wellsprings being, being spread out, is doing. It's just a physical way to see it. It's the same energy. The deepest, purest wellsprings, the light, the deepest light of the essence of Hashem and Tyra is being spread out to the world. When you look at the Menaira, you see that in physical form with your eyes. But it's the same energy. And you do it until it stops the feet of the Kalya Raglia de Tamudai, until you, it stops the feet of rebellion. Um, and you do it at the, at, and you do it at the door of Pesach Pesa. Uh, how do you say it in English? Doorstep. The doorstep. The, the interface between your holy inner sanctum, home, and this dark, ugly, confused, a rebellious street. And guess what? And you send out the deepest, deepest, deepest wellspring of the deepest stuff. So, the revelation, and to say it in a deeper way, okay, to say it in a deeper way is, the revelation of the oil of Tyra on Hanukkah. Right? There's in three words. What is Hanukkah? The revelation of the oil in Tyra. Again, what is Hanukkah? Hanukkah is the revelation of the oil of Tyra. It's the revelation of what is Tyra really about? Uh, it's about laws. By the way, station identification. I once went to a rabbi in the town where I was in university, and I said, I'd like to know more about Yiddishkeit. And he said, Judaism is all, all about law. And I said, Oh, thank you. And I left and thought, mm-hmm, he, not for me. Yeah. And then I went to 
somewhere else some months later. And I started to understand, they didn't say it straight, I started to understand Judaism is about, is about law. It's not all about law. It's about the law, the laws, but it's about a relationship. Now, I was in, you know, <laughs> I was in psychology, social sciences, all this. I was not a law student. I was a... I was a relationship student. So you're not talking like, hello, Rabbi. First ask me. Hello, Rabbi. First ask me what I'm. Oh, first ask me what I do in life before you give me an answer. Right. Speak to me. Ask me. Are you a law student? Yes. Oh, then the Judaism involves about about right. law. Ask me. What do you? What's what interests you? Relationships. Okay. Judaism is about relationships. And it is. He he gave me the wrong answer. I don't know where he is today. He's probably uh, learning about the relationship. So. <laughs> So, um, so Hanukkah is about the revelation of the oil of Tyra, the essence of Tyra. What's the essence of Tyra? The relationship with God. Okay? On Hanukkah, it was revealed. Okay? And, and over those 2,000 years, it began to, began to be revealed more until we hit Yutes Kislev. And now, it's all about the relationship. And, of course, you learn law. But now the focus finally goes to Baruch Hashem for all the psychology students. It goes to the relationship. Great. That's what happens to be what interests me. And, and what is the point of revealing the oil in Tyra? You know, what, what's Tyra all about? Not just because of the need for it, because the world is so dark. In other words, um, why? So why is there a need? Ma'am, you want to share? I just have a question about where a certain sicha is found. Oh, she's kidding. So why is there a need for... Why is there a need for... Um, why is there a need to reveal this relationship? Because, not just because of the darkness. Ah, oh, it got so dark. So, listen, huh, it's so dark, what are we going to do? We really didn't want to tell you about the relationship with God. It's, it's not your thing. It's not for you. But it's getting so dark outside, you know, we're kind of forced to. Yeah, yeah. do me a favor. Really? In other words, God, somebody twisted your arm. You have to tell me about yourself because it's so dark. Who made it dark? You made it dark. So if you, you're, you're going to make it dark, and then you're going to say, yeah, you forced me. You know, you know how people who, you know, you know the thing with the guilt trips that people like, yeah, the lady yesterday in a certain place said, you're going to make me not be Chabad because you told me I can't sit in your seat. Okay, so right? So come on, God. You're going to tell me because of the darkness, and you made the darkness, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm not forced to tell you about myself. Okay, so don't make it dark, and you won't have to be forced to tell me about yourself. No, says the Rebbe, that's one small reason. The other piece of reason is because as we're getting close to Yemaisa Mashiach, what do you think we're going to be doing all day in Yemaisa Mashiach? Thinking about 
the relationship, en- enhancing the relationship. And it's going right. to be yum, yum, yum. Right. Mashiach, he's anointed with oil. It's the oil, B'Shem and Kachim Meshachti. Oil. And through him will be the shlemus of the revelation of the deepest secrets. In that time, there won't, the whole world will be, will want to, the whole world will want to do nothing other than knowing Hashem. Right. And how much more so, engage in the relationship. That's what it's all going to be about. And not only that, you throw you, the hidden will be great, though great hidden, deep hidden secrets, according to the fullness of human capability. So, and they will know, they will know their creator. Because the main learning will be in the deepest secrets of Tyre. And therefore, the closer we get to that time, and the more we enter that time, the more the secrets of Tyre become our basic food. Hi, so what do you eat today, secrets of Tyre? Imagine you go to a nutritionist. Oh, great, we're going to go to Dr. Such-and-such's such nutritionist. Said, so what do you eat in the past week? Secrets of Tyre. Said, oh, my goodness. Okay, come back next week. <laughs> but that's the truth. What do you eat today? You want me to, oh, I don't know. What was on my, I don't know. What do you have for breakfast? I don't remember. I don't know. Egg. Who cares? It was seriously, if I was going to, oh, wow, rosin to rosin. And like, don't make me, you know, one time Mayor Abbasera, I hear, I love the Shalom, he was at Lubavitchi Yeshiva. And, and he was talking about truth and essence and, and the Nasi Adar and the Rebbe and, and Mashiach and all this. And finally, said, any questions? So somebody raised their hand, they asked, what do you think about macrobiotics? They tried to get him back into mac- macrobiotics to speak about it. And he said, oh, are you going to make me talk about beans? He wanted to talk about truth, essence, love. And they kept trying to, and then they said, what do you think about garlic? He said, oh, come on. But he said straight, I want to talk about truth and essence. That's why I came here. You're going to make me talk to you about beans. That was, that was his sense of humor. So seriously, you're going to make me talk about, I don't know, what kind of eggs do you have? I don't, 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 Every day there's like this bigger re- revelation of the essence of the mother of the luminary. So what about the darkness? Oh, yeah, okay, that comes along. That's the byproduct. The number one thing is not the strengthening of the darkness. That's the byproduct. The number one thing is the strengthening of the source of light. And this is emphasized on Hanukkah. Because, number one, Hanukkah is about the miracle of the oil connected with Mashiach, who's anointed with oil. And it ha- and Hanukkah has eight days and eight candles. And the number eight is connected with Mashiach, whose harp has um, eight strings. And Shemayin uh, Nechaz Nesiche Adam. And the harp of Mashiach is eight. And not only that, so Yotet Tichle, when the main spreading out of the Secret, really began. This is the whole thing. It's not only this brings Mashiach. That's what Mashiach is going to be doing and does. He spreads the wellsprings out. That's what he does all day. So, what does Mashiach do all day? All day? 
spread the wellsprings out. So this is all the same one piece of energy. As the words of Melech HaMashiach to the Baal Shem Tov, when will you come when your wellsprings are out? And from the revelation of Taras Pasidus Chabad to Rabbi Alter Rebbe on Yitzhak Kislev, more and more and more with each generation, the, the, the soldiers of Beis David go out to fight the war of David Amela, to bring the revelation of David Malcolm Meshitha, especially in this generation, all we have to do, everything's been done, all we have to do is open our eyes, which means in plain words, change our view of reality from the old frequency to the new frequency, because the old frequency is out of sight. It doesn't work. If you use gullet eyes to look at anything you see in life, you're going to see more darkness because it's old software. The system is breaking down. How often do computers crash? All the time, your phone. Oh, boy, they're always making you upgrade your phone and your computer. You haven't been on your computer for two weeks? Boy, they have a hundred updates waiting for you, and they nudge you. I have every night on my phone. It's nudging me day and night. You haven't backed up your system in, in two weeks. Okay. You haven't updated from iOS 2.1, whatever it is, 11.2. You have to keep upgrading. And if not, the whole system doesn't work. The system crashes. It crashes. If we don't upgrade our eyes, how we view reality. I think we just do what about we see um, that he needs a melech of melech Mashiach. Mashiach is on the way here, shining his light, offering us the opportunity, begging to see life the way he sees life. So all of this, and this is the short little part about the the parsha. All of this is connected to Mikase. Keta Yamim, the end of Gullah, and Keta Yamim, the beginning of the Gullah. Keta Yamim and Keta Yamim, the end of the Gullah and the beginning of the Gullah, are connected with two aspects in revealing the, the oil of Tyra in recent generations. One is because it's getting darker. The other reason is because it's getting lighter. Keta Yamim, the end of day, and Keta Yamim, we're getting closer to the Mashiach. Both are happening simultaneously. That's why. Which one do I want to use as my as my filter, as my lens. You know, oh, look at that. They had a strike. Uh, the buses went on strike. Okay, right, it's getting darker. No, 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 it's getting lighter. You know, when we see things going on, you know, in government elections and all of that, impeachment, you know, Trump is wearing a peach-colored suit. <laughs> Maybe he's wearing a peach-colored tie. Impeach, impeach. So I would always picture it as how many peaches can he eat already? You know, only peach, and his wife is wearing peach colored outfit. So, is it it's getting darker or it's getting lighter? Choose. Could you could you please choose? It's getting lighter, because that one's more true than the darkness. But that that one, the dark thing also it hangs on, but it's not the deepest truth. And so, what does this have to do with parshas Yeshev and parshas before and parshas Yigash and Vayeshi that are coming? Because as a result of the um, minui, the appointing of Yosef to be the Mishnah Melech, the um, minister to the king in Parshish Nikes, Yaakov Avinu came down to Mitzrayim. And then he lived in Mitzrayim 17 years, good years. The best of his years. 
in which he finally sits in peace. Like the years that Yaakov was with uh, the years that Yaakov was with Yaisis before all the Tsars came. And then we go to, we come to, the real fullness of peace in Yemaisa Mashiach. That the situation is already ready for Geula Miket, the end of days and, and, and the beginning, the end of Geula and the beginning of Geula. And then you have Yehuda coming close to Yaisef, Geula connecting with Geula, etc. The David and and Mashiach, David Abdi comes out and talks. And um, okay, well, this is very cryptic. So so we're talking about Yaakov Avinu. He's the he's the Bechir Sheba He's the Bechir He's the choicest of all the Avos, which is connected with the third. He's the third connected with third base. And this third Geula, etc. All all of these things, Avram, Yitzchak, Yaakov, and um, and the fullness of what Yaakov Avinu does in the world is done through his son Yosef, going down to Mitzrayim, and all of everything starts to be built built there in Mitzrayim. This is the kayak of Yaakov to Yosef for everything that he's going to have to do when he's down in the darkness. So that means that when life gets sticky, we are being empowered by Yaakov Avinu to not only get through it, be in charge, be a leader. We are being empowered, like Yosef, to be a leader in, in, a, in a very dark place. It's not just their dark place. What about my dark place? Isn't that interesting? I am being empowered to be a leader in my dark place. Because the ISIS didn't just waltz in there and just have a, you know, delicious, wonderful life in Mitzrayim. It was a very big darkness. With Potipharah and Potipharah's wife and going to jail for 10 years wasn't any fun. In his own darkness, he ended up being a leader. It's interesting how we're being empowered by Yaakov Avinu and Yaakov Avinu Lomes, the Nasi Adar, to be to step into our leadership while we're in our darkness. We figure, like, let it go, focus on your leadership, and stop feeling dark. Yeah. No, when you're in your darkness, that's where you can step into your true leadership, which is not a simple thing. When you're in Mitzrayim, your mates are, your limitations, you know, your issues. When you're in your issues, that's where you can come to a very high completion. Mina meta anani You can come to an a, a actual, literal, a, a true openness, as it says, Vayomer Yosef Elohim Pachad Yifkad Eschem. Hashem, Pachad Yifkad Elohim Eschem. And so Hashem is choosing us, etc. And now we understand the words of Yaakov Avinu. Paro came to Yaakov Avinu and said, um, Sir, Rabbi, how old are you? How old are you? Please sign over here, your age. Come in, Shnei Chayecha. So, and Yaakov Avinu was 130 years old. But, so, just, you know, like I've learned at the border, <coughs> crossing the border, 
Don't give more, you know, just give the basic answer. Where have you been, you know, how long are you coming here for? Three weeks. What, what for? Blah. You know, where do you live? Uh, what? Don't start t- making jokes. <coughs> Don't give Perusha. So Yaakov Avinu answers, instead of 130 straight, you may name a great shleishim meyashanim ma'atarayim ha'yu yamai you may shnei chayim lo'asigwas you may shnei chayim lo'asigwas you may shnei chayim oh Dvartara the days of my my life are 130 I'm 130 years old very bad days and I didn't really reach the fullness of my father's when excuse me my name is Paro I wasn't asking for a Dvartara I just wanted to know your age. I just, you know, just please write in the box age. There, it's like, it's like, there's room for two spaces. You have to put three, two digits, you know, 97, 42, and you're already squeezing in 130. So where are you going to write this divided server? Don't put a star in another empty page. Excuse me, sir, could I have a blank page to tell you, I didn't really have a good life, very poor life. I never reached the fullness of my father's it, excuse me, they, we're not looking for the different time. So when Paro hears this from Yaakov Avinu, uh, what, 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 what's going on here? And not only that, I'll say 100, what, 130 years is little? Okay, that's a lot. In fact, that's, that's more than the 120, the standard 120. So... Um, and then the question is, and Paro's asking Yaakov, how many, how many are the years of your life? Because he saw, looked kind of like an old man, and uh, not so many people reach that age. So, Rabbi, how, wow, wow, you look like you really lived a life. How many years? Oh, very few, very few. So, why is, why is Yaakov Vino answering this this way? And so you could say that Yaakov Avinu wants to say, you know, compared to my, for- my father's, it's nothing much. Okay. That they live, Kufayin Hei, they live more. But Paro is commenting on, you seem to have a long life. And Yaakov Avinu, so why not answer, yes, you know. Yeah. Why saying it's so small? I didn't reach the goodness of that. And so really, what Yaakov Avinu is telling Paro, now remember, translate. You are Yaakovinu, and you are talking to Paro. Yaakovinu is the Tyra part of you, the part of you that's in tune with Tyra, in tune with your truth. Remember we said in the world, we think truth is spelled with a T. The world always talks about reveal your truth, speak your truth. Yaakovinu is speaking his truth. Yay! Let's make it as a blog. Yaakovinu is speaking his truth. He's saying... I'm 130 years old, and my truth is, they're very few. My years of truth are very few. He's speaking his truth. When you, anybody on this year, is listening to you, is speaking your truth, what is your truth? Your truth is your Tyra truth. What is the real deepest essence truth about you? And that truth, and that truth is so delicious and amazing. And then you're speaking to Paro, who's the guy with all the limitations. So your truth, picture yourself dividing into two. You have your truth speaking to your, to your issues. Right. Externalize yourself. Just take one piece out of your, out of your heart and just lay it on the table and it, it's 
purple. And then another piece and lay it on the table and it's red. And the purple one is your truth, your tyrant truth. And the red one is your, your stuff. Your stuff, you know, your blockages, your limitations, where, you know, where you need therapy. Your stuff. Yeah. So when Yaakov Avinu is speaking to Paro, that's what's happened. It's the two parts of you speaking to each other. And so the stuff part with all the junk and all the stuff that needs to be fixed is talking to your truth and saying, let's dialogue. Let's dialogue. So how old are we really? What have I accomplished? Who am I? What have I accomplished? So Yaakov Avinu answers, and he's, those two parts of us, that part of us is answering, is very few, I mean in quality. Because in, in, in years, I'm good. In quality, I'm not good. Because these are days that are lacking. In other words, do I have full days? Yeah, I have full days, but these are days that are lacking. Because, not that they're lacking in good deeds. Yaakov Vinu knew he did a lot of good stuff. Why? It's not that they're bad. This is complete. But you see, Yaakov Baruch Mitzvah, he even had good, now he's in his 17 good years. So he can't say that. But really what he's saying, that the Indian of Yaakov is Geula. So, and when Yaakov was born, then he was ready to go back from base Lovin to his father's home. Yaakov, when, Yaakov, when he, his wife gave birth, when Rachel gave birth to Yaisef, yeah, Rachel yeah. gave birth to Yaisef, then Yaakov Avinu felt like, okay, I am now ready to go home, okay. to be in the zone, to sit in peace. And as long as the Geula has not come, then this is a very poor life. Right. So basically, Yaakov's truth and our truth is saying to our stuff, well, what do you expect? As much as I can say, wow, you know, I've accomplished, I'm the editor of um, a large women's magazine for women who like to crochet their own sweater. Right? And I have a whole online, and I earn half a million dollars a year, and, 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 and. But if it's, I still feel like, really? And my stuff is saying, no, so what do you feel? Like, I, I still feel empty. I still feel empty. Like, it didn't do it for me. They convinced me if I do all their online marketing things, and I have the seven-figure income, I'm going to be in the zone. Right. And my stuff is saying, so, you feel like you're in the zone? Paro is saying to me, you feel like you're in the zone? No, I don't feel like I'm in the zone. I need more therapy than before. If I'm a movie star and I have lots of money and lots of followers and lots of fans and lots of admirers, I need more therapy than everybody. What is that? I have more issues than everybody. So Yaakov Avinu is saying to, to Paro, to the limitations, well, duh. Geula is the only solution. It, uh, a, a, a good success in Gullah is not going to do it. Geula is the only solution. And that's what Yaakov Avinu was saying to Paro. That don't think that, uh, you know, 
Hey, man, we got it good. We're sitting here in the fat of the land, 17 years in Mitzrayim. We got all the food. We, it's good. It is good. You know what kind of car I'm driving? Have you ever seen my villa? I have six swimming pools, each one at different temperature. Unbelievable. You know, and like if I wake up in the middle of the night, I just ring the, the bell and they, you know, I just, it just takes me to the swimming pool of my choice. If I, I need to swim, I can't sleep. Why not sleep? I'm in the fat of the land. But Yaakov is saying, fat of the land, ain't going to do it. It's not going to do it. It's not the ula. Fat of the land isn't going to work for me. It's good, and I, 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 I use it for good things. It's not going to do it for me. But rather, I'm sitting in the best place in Gaishan. Five swimming pools, six swimming pools to my villa and all that other stuff. And, and if I want to go skiing, then I have an indoor room where there's snow created artificially. It's not going to do it. So, Bimela, sitting in this rhyme for a certain amount of time, I'm only here for Geula. The good stuff is only for Geula. The not good stuff is only for Geula. Nothing's going to do it but Geula. Because, and why am I here? Through the beer of Mitzrayim, through this that we came down here and I'm going to be here. We're here for 17 years, 17 good years, is saying, Yaakov, that will bring the Geula in a much higher way, fully. And then I'll have my Yechi Yaakov. Then I will finally be able to answer now I feel like I'm, I'm living. And it won't just be Kuf Peishana. It won't be just 180 years, but eternally. And therefore, and the end of this is a set. So what is this for me? Besides that we just did this exercise of putting our two parts, our Yaakov and our Paralav, on the table and having them converse, which is I invite everybody to do for homework. <coughs> so what does it mean for me to do now? Here we are, the end of Gullus, the beginning of the Gula, and we are finding ourselves in these amazing days of Hanukkah. The Parsha is amazing, Miketz, the end of Ketayamim, the end of Gullus, and the beginning of Gula. And we're in Hanukkah, which is the oil of Tyra, and Mashiach is anointed, it's Mashiach days. And we're getting close to Shabbos Hanukkah, which is connected to, to Gula. Um, and getting close to Rosh Chaydesh, we're compared to the moon and the renewal of the moon. And so what should we do? Add in, as the Hiraz of Hanukkah, um, things that bring the Gul. Among them, what to do? Increase in Amuna and Shuka and Tzipiyah and longing for Bias Mashiach. To such an extent that we feel that as long as Mashiach is not here, actually, our life is very poor. As Yaakov Avinu said, this is not it. So add in the longing for Gula and the recognition that this is not it. Don't go for the small stuff. Go for the real thing. And the other thing, to add in learning and, and spreading of Tyra, which is, that's Yaakov Venus thing, Tyra, and of course the deepest secrets of Tyra, and spread them out to the darkest places out into the world where the rebellion is going on and Still the voice of the rebellion through spreading this incredibly beautiful deep secret of Tyre. And add in Mr. Hanukkah, including make for of Simcha, as the Ramam says in the days, uh, and this is one for Brengen, the days of Hanukkah, you may Simcha Bahala, including give Hanukkah Gel, you're supposed to give every day. And the special Hira, um, the Indian of, of Ner Hanukkah is it, you put it for the Rosh Hashanah, for the streets. 
And so um, we want to we want to calm that down. Um, want to calm what down? The the feet of the rebellion. Ah. Uh, okay, let's see. That before we add in Hanukkah b'payel, Hashem will give us Hanukkah gelt, not just in a way of a of, of a, a gift, but He will actually pay us for. We did a lot of work. We did a lot of work to bring the gula amitis vashlema. And through this, we will have the Chanukah space of Mikdash Shlishi that will come down. And we put together Mincha and Parshat Vayigash, which speaks about putting together Gula and Tfila in a way that the Gula becomes even before we dive and take of Miyad Mamish. And since the Gula will come immediately on Rosh Chaydesh Tevis, that was the day, then, um, and, all, and we will no longer fast. Ultimately, in Yemaisa Mashiach, Kaya Mar Hashem Spakas Tama Shiri Yela Beit Yehuda L'Sakim Simple Ma'adim Hashem. Amen. May we find ourselves in the Gula Mitzvah Shleimah immediately now.